Welcome to That Vacation Co. podcast. Today, we are doing another That Disney Hustle episode. I'm Caleb, and Chanel is here as well. And uh, before we begin, I just wanted to mention uh, that we did not have an episode last week, obviously, if in case you missed it. And uh, <clears throat> we just uh, couldn't make it function. Life throws you curveballs. Uh, but here we are, continuing on. Uh, with another episode, another Disney episode. We've got some, uh, as we mentioned recently, big news in the pipelines here. You'll be hearing more about that soon, but we just wanted to mention that again, that there is stuff coming your way, some changes coming, and uh, soon you'll be seeing and hearing those changes, and uh, we hope that you uh, will enjoy them for sure. We think you will, but uh, we hope you will. Uh, So yeah, yeah. Without further ado, we're going to kick off today's episode, uh, which today we are talking about, uh, I I guess, for lack of an actual title, we think of these things typically after the episode, but um, resort hopping. Uh, We we are absolute fans and proponents of resort hopping, uh, but we want to talk a little bit today about how to get that done, the ins and outs, the practicalities of it and why you would enjoy it, um, maybe share a little bit of our experiences with it. And and even from our most recent trip, of course, we will mention that. Um, but the, the focus is mostly to share, you know, how you might enjoy doing something like that. And uh, we, we think that if you want to experience more of the Walt Disney World resorts specifically, though I think this could be done at Disneyland, uh, if you want to experience more of the Walt Disney World Resort and uh, you don't have necessarily the time or the money to to make multiple trips and stay at every single resort that there is, this is the best and easiest and probably the most affordable way to get all of that done and uh, be able to see more uh, of the Walt Disney World Resort. So as we begin, <clears throat> I guess uh, we should probably just mention that the Walt Disney World Resort, when we say that phrase, we are talking about far more than maybe what comes to mind uh, if you are not a Disney aficionado, a Disney Parks fan, that kind of thing. So when you hear Walt Disney World Resort, you might think Magic Kingdom. You might only think of the theme parks, Magic Kingdom and Epcot. You might only think of... Um, <clears throat> I don't know, maybe 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 what comes to mind is just kind of a generic catch-all, like you think of Disneyland as well. I don't know, but uh, when we say Disney World Resort, we are specifically talking about the entire property of what Disney, the Disney company owns in Orlando, Florida. So we are talking about Magic Kingdom, Epcot, Hollywood Studios, Animal Kingdom, Disney Springs, all of that. But we are also talking about the over 25 resorts that are available for you to stay in that are owned and operated by Disney Parks. And uh, the, I I don't even know what the number is at this point, um, over a dozen hotels that are still on Disney property, though they are not exclusively owned uh, by Walt Disney World Company. So... Having said all that, when we say Walt Disney World Resort, that's what we're talking about. Uh, it is a very large property that they own in Orlando, Florida there. So when we say 
hopping around the Walt Disney World Resort and the, the, the resorts there, we are talking about all the hotels. And for our purposes today, we're going to mostly be talking about the Disney-owned and operated ones. So there are over 25 to choose from. And when you're booking your trip, you might decide, hey, you know, we want to see more than just one, but we're we're going to camp out. We're going to park it at, I don't know, Disney's Art of Animation, a value resort, a really fun and exciting uh, value resort, but that's where we're going to stay. But we want to see more than just a value resort. We want to see some of the deluxe resorts. We want to see maybe even a couple of the moderate resorts. And uh, we want to you know, get a taste of what they've got to offer, quite literally. And uh, so you're wondering how we might do that. Well, we love to do this. As I mentioned, Chanel and I have done this quite a few times. Um, our goal is to see all of the resorts, which I think at this point we've pretty much done it we've seen all the resorts maybe with the exception of the exclusive resort for disney uh, that disney offers for military personnel um i don't know can you think of one that we haven't seen we have not done a couple of the all-stars we haven't we have we stayed at all-star movies but we haven't been to all-star all-star sports or all-star music that is that is a good point I will say that for the most part, minus some of the theming elements, the value resorts are pretty much all the same. Uh, They all have a very similar layout, very similar structure, all the way up through uh, the art of animation. So Pop Century, Art of Animation, and the art of, I'm sorry, the uh, all-star music, all-star sports, all-star movies, all very similar layout. but we have not been to all of those. We, we've not been to music and sports. So, Okay, so other than those, we've been to all of them. So if your goal is to see all of the Disney resorts, it can be done. And we are definitely those who uh, don't get to go every year. Uh, we, we go maybe once every couple of years. There's been years where it's been almost um, four years, five years between trips, uh, just because of other travels and whatnot. Uh, It seems we're kind of entering one of those phases in our life. Uh, But you can make this happen uh, even with that type of a, um, I don't know, that type of a schedule for your Disney trips. So it is totally doable to check off all of these resorts on your list. So breaking that down, uh, how would we go about doing that? Well, number one, um, you're going to want to figure out, you know, whichever hotel you're staying at, how you can get around to various various other resorts. And this portion of this will kind of cover the transportation aspect of it. And I'm, I am going to talk a little bit about one of our most recent trips as we talk about how that's doable. But um, we stayed on a Skyliner resort. Um, and so Art of Animation is kind of similar to that in that that was kind of the model that I gave at the beginning of this. Consider you're staying at the Art of Animation. Uh, you can get around to various uh, resorts through the Skyliner. So Art of Animation, Pop Century, uh, those are right next to each other. You don't need the Skyliner to do that. But uh, Disney's Caribbean Beach and the Riviera are all on the Skyliner as well. The Epcot Resorts are all in the Skyliner. So Yacht Club, Beach Club, and the Boardwalk, all accessible because of the Skyliner. As well, uh, Swan and Dolphin, which are not Disney-owned and operated, but you can get to via the Epcot International Gateway uh, stop on the Skyliner uh, 
gondola system. So that's probably the easiest way to get around if you're trying to go to one of those is hop on the Skyliner. But we wanted to go to the Magic Kingdom area resorts. So we hopped on a bus actually at the Riviera, took a bus over to uh, Magic Kingdom. And from Magic Kingdom, we took one of the friendship boats. I believe that's what they're called, friendship boats from Magic Kingdom to Grand Floridian. From Grand Floridian, we hopped on the monorail, went to Polynesian, and we didn't do the, the uh, I'm going totally blank on the name of the Contemporary Resort this time, but you could do it that way as well. That's why those three are called the monorail resorts. So that's kind of the easiest way to get to those. Hop on a bus, get there, and then from that point on, use the monorail or the boat system to get around. Um, that That's the hows of it. But what are we talking about as far as experience? Like, what what type of things do we want to do when we go to resorts? And for this, I'm going to give it over to Chanel. And she can sprinkle in some of the things that we did, as well as um, maybe just talk about in general the things that you can do at this stuff, at, at these resorts, to kind of give you an idea of what might stand out to you. Okay, so um, talking about the why of why would you want a resort hop? You know, you're going to Disney property. Everybody thinks of the parks. Why would you want to? Why would you want to do that? Well, I've got a lot of very good reasons. One of the first reasons, and this is our top one of our top tips for people going to Disney, especially people trying to go on a budget. Um, there are so many resorts to see, and each of them individually themed. And each of them, um, just a story of its own, that you could easily spend several days visiting the various resorts. But this is a money saver because it costs you absolutely nothing to go to a resort and to walk around and to look around. So this is a top money-saving tip for us. You come to us and say you want a Disney trip, but you want to try to save money. Um, This is going to be one of the top things that we're going to recommend to you. So that being said... I did just mention that they're all all of these resorts, all 25 plus of them are individually themed. You've got everything from um, Hawaiian Polynesian islands to um, I say modern contemporary. It's really kind of a retro take on contemporary. Um, you've got New Orleans themed. You've got like we said, pop century themed, which is going to take you through the centuries. There's so many different themed um resorts that it's very interesting. It's just interesting to see, especially if it's not something you're familiar with or didn't even perhaps know that Disney had. And so those are some great reasons to visit. Um, Another couple of great reasons I could think of is if you are a food lover, if you consider yourself to be a foodie or maybe not even a foodie, but you just like good food and you like trying different things, each of these resorts, in addition to being individually themed, they all have their own food options. Some of them have extremely uh, high-class, award-winning restaurants. Now, not your value resorts, but the deluxe resorts have some really amazing dining, truly. So those are some great reasons to visit. So everything from snacks to five-star dinner options are available at these resorts. So if you're a food lover, the resort hopping is a great idea for you. And the final one that I'm going to suggest as to why you might want to do this is if you are there for a special holiday, I'm especially thinking of the Christmas season. The resorts are so wonderful to visit. They are 
In addition to being their own theming, they also have their own Christmas theming. So if you go to a play, uh, a resort like Grand Floridian or Contemporary, they're going to have Christmas holiday decorations that are fitted to that resort. To give you an example, the Grand Floridian, like I've just mentioned, is renowned for its gingerbread house that they build every year. Uh, so a whimsical gingerbread house that they build in the Grand Floridian every year. People come from all over to see it and you can buy pieces, shingles of this gingerbread house that they make specifically for the purpose to sell. So what a fun and festive thing to do if you're there for the holidays. So lots of reasons as to why you might want to resort hop. Everything from saving money on your trip to seeing the artistry of Disney to trying different foods or um, exploring and enjoying the holiday season. And resort hopping is such a great way to do that. You can take a day out of your trip to do it. You could take multiple days, especially if you're looking to build in some less stressful and more relaxing days because you can really at your leisure explore the resorts. You could take a whole day to explore a resort if you want. We personally don't need quite that much time to explore one of the Disney resorts, but if you like to take a nice slow pace and enjoy yourself, you could. We have definitely spent hours at other resorts that we were not staying at. I'm thinking of a time that we went to uh, um, the Wilderness Lodge and spent lots of time there just exploring, even sitting in front of the roaring fire and enjoying it, going to see the Old Faithful geyser, which is a, a replica of Old Faithful that you would see at Yellowstone, and riding the boat transportation and just taking in um, the things to see there. Each of these resorts has its own gift shop, so you can find and shop for your Disney merch at these resorts and find merch that is specific to each resort. I That is one of my top um, things that I love to buy at Disney property is to go to the resorts and buy resort merch. I love when I stay at a Disney resort to take a piece of that resort home with me, whether it's a t-shirt or a mug or a... Christmas ornament, um, all these things, pins, we're pin collectors, all those things you can find at Disney resorts. So we're big fans of testing out and seeing the resorts. Another reason you might want to do it is to see where you want to stay next time. Let's say you stayed at Caribbean Beach and you hop over to Riviera or you hop over to Coronado Springs and you say, man, I loved exploring this resort so much. This is definitely where I want to stay next time. So it's a great way to see and get a taste of so much that Disney has to offer. So, Caleb, do you have any more thoughts on this vein? Yeah, I mean, some of the things you mentioned, I just kind of wanted to jump in on. But uh, as far as like free, like free is not something you hear a lot when talking about Disney World. But oftentimes we use these resort hopping days to kind of build a little buffer in on how much we're spending on the parks, but also give our feet a rest, you know, take a little bit more relaxing pace. Uh, but the free aspect of it is, is this, like, of course you're already paying to be there. You're already paying for your resort that you're staying at your, your, your lodging. Uh, but <clears throat> there's not much at Disney World that you can really say is free. Well, it's free to go explore these other resorts and, and see what they have to offer. We love that. We love, you know, this this last time we went to, I think we already, did we already talk about it? I can't remember, but the Animal Kingdom Lodge um, 
that was a fun resort to visit. So much to see. We have not talked about that yet, so be t- stay tuned for more on that resort. I will. I will keep my comments very brief on that. It's awesome. Uh, <laughs> moving on. Uh, stay tuned, please. And you know, for instance, with this trip, you know, we we started off by hopping over to Grand Floridian. Grand Floridian's not one of my top two favorite resorts by any means. But it's got a lot to offer. Uh, we happened to catch it just after they concluded some remodeling, thankfully. Uh, they're still doing some remodeling on the outside, but on the inside, that part was done. Um, you know, getting to go around to the various shops, although most of my time in the shop was spent managing Fern, who kept wanting to pick up and hug uh, one of two big stuffies. One was a was a goofy one was a mini mouse and she just kept swapping back and forth between the two i'd put one up and she'd go grab the other and then i'd put that one up and she'd go grab the other and she was having a blast doing it but i was getting exhausted um eventually i took her outside and we played around with the life-size connect four set or something like that but um <clears throat> there is just you'll have to pardon me i've been coughing a good bit here um but we just had a, a a good time exploring that now it's kind of funny because we our plans kind of got shifted around. We actually had planned to get to Grand Floridian later in the afternoon. We ended up getting there at like nine in the morning. So we, we kind of just got too excited for our own good and got there too early uh, to do what we were intending to do. But it all worked out in the end. Uh, but we had a good time. Then we hopped on over to the Poly and uh, had lunch there at the Poly. I had some delicious nachos, um, which, you know, it it wasn't like table service. It wasn't the the Ohana, you know, dinner or anything like that. But it was a good lunch over there at Captain Cook's, and you can always find some, you know, specialty snacks at each resort. That is kind of just something you would just find there, and that's always a really fun thing to do. So that's kind of you know, I guess our takes on why you would want to do it. Uh, especially as far as finding something free to do. Uh, But maybe we can dig a little deeper into um, just this last trip. You know, I I, I briefly mentioned it now, but maybe we can use this time as we kind of draw to an end on this episode to really highlight um, what what we did and and how we did it on our resort day. Uh, And I will... Because I was a curmudgeon last week, hand the mic over to Chanel and let her take us through this guided journey of what we did on ours. And maybe that gives you a little bit of a taste for what you can do on your next trip. Okay, so I'll keep it brief because I know everybody doesn't want to hear in detail what we did the whole day. So we started our day at the Riviera. And we enjoyed looking at the mosaics there. There are some gorgeous mosaics that I've mentioned before. So we took our time taking pictures of that because part of what we do when we resort hop is we take a lot of pictures. Caleb will bring his, um, I don't know what it is, but fancy pants digital camera. Um, don't ask me the specifics of it, but he'll take some you know nice quality pictures on that. And uh, he's got another fancy little camera deal that takes nice videos. He'll kind of do those things while we're resort hopping because that gives us content for our Instagram and other things for our, you know, for, for you guys, it gives us content. So we did a little bit of that at Riviera and, and enjoyed looking at those beautiful mosaics and, and all that. Then we went over to Grand Floridian and enjoyed that area. There were lawn games that Fern played with. Most of the resorts have lawn games nowadays. So if your family is a fan of 
giant tic-tac-toe, giant chess, giant Connect Four, and of course, Cornhole. Most of the Disney resorts have some of those, if not all of those, even sometimes little putting greens. So these are free activities that are just fun and ready to go for your family at resorts. Um, so Fern had some fun with that. Also at a lot of these resorts, there are beautiful waterfronts. Now do be extremely careful and cautious at waterfronts at Disney. Do not get in the water at all. There will be signs all over telling you that. And that's because you're in Florida and wildlife is abundant and the wildlife is not friendly. Um, so do be cautious, but those can make for beautiful views. Oftentimes there are hammocks, there are um, sun chairs and reclining, you know, reclining um, chairs to lay out in. The, uh, they'll often have miniature beaches. Children can play in the sand and build small sand castles. So that, those are options too. And if your family likes that, those are free things. Volleyball is often an option. Uh, playgrounds, every resort has at least a playground, if not multiple playgrounds. So very exciting, lots of things to do. I will say that the pools at the resorts are typically exclusive to the resort you're staying in. So you often cannot hop to another resort and swim in another pool. But um, lots of things to see, lots of things to do. So we did a little bit of that at Grand Floridian, did a little shopping, looking around. Now, Grand Floridian it is probably the, uh, I would say, the ritziest Disney hotel that there is just about. So I did not do a lot of purchasing at this hotel because things are very high end, but I really enjoyed looking around. I did get some soap at, I think it's called Basin. So there is a, a luxury soap shop in the Grand Floridian. That's really nice. Again, extremely wonderful dining there as well. So from there, we went over to Polly, like Caleb said, and that's where we had our lunch, nachos and wings. But these are like elevated nachos and wings, not just, you know, run-of-the-mill stuff. So very good. Of course, we had to get a Dole Whip. If you're a Dole Whip fan, the Polynesian Resort is a location where you can get a Dole Whip fix without having to go into the parks and pay admission. So there's a little nugget for you. Um, the Polly is a great place to be. You get some great views of Magic Kingdom. There's a nice big astroturf where your kids can run around and play while you eat lunch outside. So the Polly is such a very festive and fun resort. There's also shopping in there, and it's just a really fun atmosphere. I love the Polly or the Polynesian Resort, as it is actually called. Um, these these two resorts are really the three monorail resorts, the Contemporary, the Polynesian, and the Grand Floridian, are the three original resorts that were built there in Orlando. Um, not when Not when Magic Kingdom opened. I don't believe, but shortly thereafter. So if you are a Disney history fan and you want, you love that nostalgia factor that Disney gives, then I would definitely recommend that you at least, if not stay, at least hop to these three resorts because there's just a classic feel at these three, at the monorail resorts that you need to see if you're a major Disney fan. Um, so from there, we went on to Animal Kingdom Lodge. And I, I won't say a lot about it because I think we'll do a separate episode on it. But this is a gorgeous resort. And if you are a fan of wildlife, this is a wonderful resort to stay at because you can get a room overlooking the savanna where you wake up to um, 
African animals out there grazing, giraffes, zebras, you can wake up and roll out of bed and look out your window and see these beautiful, beautiful animals. Not to mention these resorts themselves are so artistically beautiful. Um, The lobbies of these resorts are really well done. I won't give it all away, but I talked to a cultural representative that was there because they have a cultural representative program at this resort and other places. And one of the girls that I talked to, she took, she showed me in detail. She pointed out things. She said, in my village, you would see this. You would see um, lights like this. You would see uh, lanterns like this. You would see things. And I just thought it was so cool that she could take me through and show me in detail how well the Disney Imagineers had done their job to replicate um, actual things from different countries in Africa. So I thought that was really cool. And so I won't go into a lot more detail about it. We're going to do a separate episode where we talk a little bit more about the Animal Kingdom Lodge and uh, Sanaa, the restaurant that we ate at that night, which is wonderful. Um, So again, if you're a food person and you like to try new foods, but maybe in a kind of um, safer way, if you will, you know, these resorts have often food that is... um, that is a nod to food from all over the world. Not precisely, of course, but gives you a taste, gives you some of the flavorings of international cuisine. So just so many wonderful reasons to resort hop and just giving you a taste there of the resorts that we hopped to this last time. As you can see, we did four in a day and that was a very full day, but also it was a leisurely pace. We weren't breakneck. We weren't, um, we weren't we took lots of relaxation time especially at animal kingdom lodge to really take in the animals and the surroundings there so lots of rest was to be had and we did have a very enjoyable time despite some little hang-ups and snafus but those are to be expected and you just roll with it so resort hopping is really great we're big proponents of it as you can see because we spent this whole episode talking about it so i will let caleb have any remarks that he has and close us out Well, there you have it. Whether you take one of the Disney buses or whether you're on a Skyliner route, whether you take the monorail, whether you take a boat, or whether you take um, a paid option like a rideshare service like Uber or Lyft, or whether you do the fabulous minivans, there are so many ways to get around the Disney resorts and to visit all of them. You, You would... You would really miss out if you don't take advantage of that. So we just highly suggest it. It can take a little bit of planning, but that you know that's what we're here for. We can help you with that if you're interested, uh, because we would sure like to help you plan your next magical Disney vacation. Hit us up if that's something you're interested in. We can give you some tips and and whatnot on that. And uh, you also help support our business and help keep this podcast going. As always, we are. That Vacation Co., serving you the most delightful destinations. 